So we start by proclaiming in song the joy of the resurrection. And then comes the hymn for the temple. Right? You preserve your virginity. Right? So after the hymn of the resurrection, after the hymn of the temple, then the very last hymn is called the Kondaki. This hymn, this hymn points to the feast that is to come. Today we sang a hymn, a Kondaki hymn for the Panagia, for her intercessions. Because the next major feast in the church is the entrance of the Theotokos in the temple that's chanted on the 21st of November. So the Kondakia always points us to the feast to come. So you can never say in the Orthodox Church, you don't know what's coming. Because in every liturgy, we proclaim the feasts to come in addition to the feast that is today. But in this liturgy, because we're commemorating St. John the Theologian today, there weren't three hymns, there were four. After the resurrection hymn came the hymn for St. John the Apostle, Evangelist, and Theologian. And listen to this hymn. O Apostle, the beloved of Christ God, hasten to deliver us. A people that has no excuse, hasten to deliver us. An invitation to intercession. He accepts you supplicating him. For he condescended at the supper to let you lean on him. Entreat him, O theologian, that he scattered the persistent cloud of hostile nations and pray for us for peace and great mercy. This beautiful hymn of St. John, the hymns of the church, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this beautiful hymn of St. John, the apostle and evangelist, reminds us, invites us to ask for the intercessory prayers of St. John that we may have peace and that God may have mercy on our souls. And this beautiful hymn also brings in biblical imagery. Because in the book of St. John, in the Gospel of St. John, as John was leaning on Jesus, in chapters 13 of St. John's Gospel, as John was leaning on Jesus, he was asked by Peter, who's going to betray you? And the Lord says, when I dip the bread in the cup and give it to the person, that's who's going to betray me. And he gave it to Judas, and we know that Judas betrayed him. So the hymns, this hymn, these hymns not only invoke biblical imagery, but they also invite us, remind us to ask for the intercessory prayers of the saint. So you have the icon of the narthex, you have the, the, the hymn for the saint that's celebrated in the liturgy, and finally, there's one other place, you know where that is? At the very, very end of the service. The very, very end of the liturgy, when we say, glory to Christ our God, our hope, may Christ our true God, through the prayers of the Virgin Mary, through the prayers of the twelve apostles, through the prayers of the saints, through the prayers of St. John the theologian, we end the liturgy with the church reminding us as we're leaving that the saints are praying for us. And we are reminded at the end of liturgy, not only that the saints are praying for us, but we are reminded in that same context to ask for the intercessory prayers of the saints. So the liturgy, my brothers and sisters in Christ, reminds us how important the saints are in our lives, reminds us that heaven and earth, when we're celebrating liturgy, come together, that the saints are praying, are praying with us. So what do we ask St. John in prayer for? And you might think, well, all this is good and fine, Father, 
But how, how does this affect me and my life? How do I live this as an Orthodox Christian? And what does this mean for me? I'm going to tell you a story about St. John, and I'm going to close with a thought. Not much is going to be known about St. John the Theologian. We, we know that he wrote the, the Gospel that bears his name. He wrote St. John's Revelation first. The first book St. John wrote was the Revelation. The second book he wrote was the Gospel. The third, the last three books he wrote were the pastoral epistles that bear his name. We don't know very much about it. We know that he, he, he died in older, at an older age. But there's this beautiful story about him I want to share with you. Because it makes a point. So St. John, the story goes, was in Smyrna. He was preaching the word of God in Smyrna. And there was this man who had a heart for God and who really, really loved God. And St. John the theologian noticed that this man had a, had a heart for God. So he says to the bishop of Smyrna, after he catechized this man, he says to the bishop of Smyrna, he says, I want you to watch after his soul. I'm going to baptize him, and I want you to watch after his soul, because I'm going to be leaving after I baptize him to go to my next city in my travels. And the bishop agreed. So St. John baptizes this man, and leaves, and he goes on his way. Time goes by, years go by, St. John returns to Smyrna. Where is the man? He's looking for this man he baptized. Where is the man he couldn't be found? It was told to St. John by one of these, this man's friends that he had become a thief, that he had joined a band of robbers and he had become a thief. St. John was beside himself. This man wasn't going to church anymore. He left his faith, he joined a band of robbers. So what does St. John do? In his older years, he goes and he seeks this man out. And as he's traveling to seek this man out, this band of robbers found St. John and took him to their robber's cave, right, so to speak. Now, who we hold should happen to be there? But this man who St. John baptized, who happened to be the chief robber, the chief of the robbers. St. John was beside us and he couldn't believe it. And this man who saw St. John was in so much shame. He was so much, there was so much shame in his heart that he was running away. He just turned and ran away from St. John. And the story goes that St. John ran after him and said, My son, my son, why are you running after me? I'm an old man. I can't run very fast. I'm an old man. You know, I love you and I care for you. I give my soul for you. I would die for you. Don't run away from me. And the man stops and he turns to St. John in tears, and the fathers call this the second baptism, right? The tears of repentance. And St. John brings him back. Here is his confession and brings him back into the church. Now what a beautiful, beautiful thought. The tradition is that St. John loved his people. And he loved them with a deep and abiding heart. So what do you and I ask our intercessory prayers for for St. John? We ask for intercessory prayers for St. John specifically when we have a hard time loving the other. When we have a hard time loving our neighbor. And who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is that person who's left the faith. Who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is that person that has hurt us or offended us in some way. Who is our neighbor? That person who is in need. That is who our neighbor is. And we are invited to ask our intercessory 
or the intercessory prayers of St. John, when our journey of life, God brings us individuals who may be hard to love for whatever reason, or who may need guidance in the faith for whatever reason. St. John loved deeply. And this is my invitation and your invitation, my brother and sister Christ, as we celebrate the feast of St. John the Theologian today, to love deeply through the intercessory prayers of St. John. Why? Because God loved us first. That's what St. John says in, the, in his beautiful epistle today. And that's what he reminds us that we are called to ask for his intercessory prayers that we made because he loved us first. So as we enter the church and we look at the icon of St. John and ask for his intercessory prayers, as we hear the liturgy of the church and we hear at the great and the small entrance, we sing the hymns and we are reminded to, to ask for the intercessory prayers of St. John. And at the end of the liturgy, when we recite all the saints who are praying for us, let us not forget to recite, let us not forget, rather, that we are invited to ask for the intercessory prayers of St. John. And most importantly, let us not forget that in the liturgy, right now, after we go around for the great entrance, right before the creed, where we raise our hands in the liturgy and we say, let us love one another, so that with one mind we may confess, that verse, let us love one another, comes directly from the writings of St. John the Evangelist and theologian. You can find it in chapter 1 of St. John's first pastoral, chapter 4 rather, of St. John's first pastoral epistle in verse 7. Let us love one another, because God loved us first. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us and all and keep us in this care on this day and all. <laughs>